Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Good. Good. That's good. I'm glad I can hear you. That was a little delayed, but it happens. Yeah, I, I, I apologize. I was uh, working on some universal language real quick. You, uh, you got me right in the middle. It happens. I was trying to, I was trying to balance. <laughs> it didn't work, so I, I apologize. I'm not it's all here. good. It's all good, brother. It's all good. <laughs> well, I hope you're having a hell of a... What's today? Monday? No yeah, it's a Monday. It's a Maniac Monday. Monday night. I got to start building this show. I got some music in the email, in the inbox. I'm super pumped that I got some music from uh, some third-party sources. So I'm excited to get those going. Good deal. Good deal. Um, you know what I'm excited for is this joint I'm about to light up. Dang. What kind of weed is it? I don't know. Some type of, some type of indica we got here. I can't remember the name of it. You know, weed names nowadays, there's fucking so many weed names nowadays. Right? It's like, right? it's, it's nuts. It's super nuts. How many weed, different weed names there is. You want to know a crazy story about weed? Yeah, I think let's I hear. may have said it on the podcast before, but I was back at home one of these weeks. Let me light this, actually. Mm-hmm. I was back at home and sitting on the front lawn with my pops. I'm fucking smoking a fat joint. And we're just shooting the shit. And um, he just started selling me, you know, the marijuana we had back in the day? And he just starts naming these strange <laughs> He strains of marijuana. He only names three or four. He names really, uh, yeah. He names Acapulco Gold. He may he, he names Sensimia, then Sensimia, and then there was another one. But those three specific, uh, Semia, Sensimia, Acapulco Gold. Those are like the three biggest ones. My dad tells me this. Yeah, this was and my dad fucking smoked just fucking pounds of reefer back in the day, you know, and um. Sure enough, we were listening to Joey Diaz talk. Joey Diaz um, on a podcast. You know, big guy from, uh, big Italian guy from, uh, what, The Longest Yard? The newer one? Yeah. Yeah. We're hearing him talk just super heavy fucking Italian accent, man. And he starts going on about pot. And he's he's an avid pot smoker. And sure enough, he he just starts talking, you know, it's fucking pot. You know, you know what we had back in the day? And sure enough, he names fucking Samia, sent Samia, Acapulco Gold, and then some other one. And my dad looks at me and he's like, I told you. <laughs> my dad's like, I told yeah, you. And that's yeah, cool. about that. Like, my dad grew up seismographing down the fucking fields in Texas and in Oklahoma. And fucking Joey Diaz was from fucking Brooklyn, you know? That goes to show, man. Down there, down in the 70s and the 80s, man. It was there was only one couple stretches of weed strains of weed. It was really stretched all over the place. You know? That's very true. That's very true. And the crazy thing is, like the the um um the uh, like the growth from that. You know, like there was only four strains, so that's possibly the four mother strains, and they just grew from there. You know what I mean? Which is really really cool to even think about. Like now, there's like. You know, cat piss, dog piss, dog shit. You know, like, 
purple ass crack. Purple ass crack. Fucking crack. Some of the names. Yeah, green crack. Punch death. Yeah. Fucking Snoop Dizzle. Like all sorts of crazy shit. Right. Scooby Dick. Just all sorts of shit. Yeah, Scooby Wiener. But, um,. Yeah, just fucking pot these days, man. There's fucking a thousand different type of names. Um, hey, but let's just talk. We have really literally nothing planned, but I actually did nothing planned to talk about. But I actually just saw Conor McGregor got arrested. Yeah, in South Beach, man. In South Beach. For being an idiot. He's being an Honestly, idiot. Honestly, I think I think he is just an idiot, dude. He's an idiot altogether. He does this bullshit just to get fame. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of him. I'm not. Mm. Just like I'm not a fan of Money Mayweather. Mm. Uh, just because their antics. Their antics are not exciting to watch. Um, if you're the best in the world and you're the, and you're the best at what you do, you know, like, the cool thing about Money Mayweather is he shows up on the mat and he kicks, you know, he, he, he kicks his ass. But, like, Conor McGregor gets his ass handed to him. And he's supposedly, you know, one of the best in the world. He's, like, not even the best in the world. You know what I mean? He's all like, oh, I'm the best in the world. Not even, dude. Mm-hmm. Not even. Not even. He, 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 he was arrested in South Florida for smashing a cell phone of somebody who was trying to take his photo. Yeah, that's fucking no class. No class. No class. Like you know what I'm saying? And, you know, but, but shit like that sells. You know, it's the shit that sells, and that's unfortunate, but I didn't... Like, I, we've I talked about before, that. though. We've talked about that before. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we've come to. This is the kind of shit that we've come to to make it exciting and what sells. You know, like, what happened to just, you know, just good good advertisement? No, you have to throw somebody's cell phone, be an asshole about it, and people are going to pay attention to you. Like, that shouldn't be it, to be honest. Yeah, that's just how Conor McGregor is. You know, he's a fucking, he's a fucking loud mouth and, and so forth. And they let him, they'll let him get away for that, with that shit. You know, like whenever he smashed the, the bus, smashed yeah. that bus. And there was law, there's lawsuits against him for that. Somebody was yeah. fucking, somebody went blind from that. Somebody yeah. was hurt from that. And, but that, unfortunately, that's the antics that sold, you know what I mean? And... Just for a stupid fight that he got his ass kicked by Khabib. Oh, he fucking Khabib kicked him, his man. ass. He fucking rocked Khabib him. kicked his fucking ass. And like, and the only reason I know that, I'm not saying, oh, I spent $100 on watching that garbage. I watched it. I just looked at it on free, you know, on free media. I was not going to even waste my time. Right. No, I'm with you, man. That's nowadays free media is the way to go. You know what I mean? Free media. Um. But yeah, I just I wanted to mention that, and, and one of the other things. Um, now, since I just kind of want to get off Connor, well, I was never on him, but whatever. No, you were um, definitely on him. That was know. definitely your type of thing. Whatever, go away. But anyways, hey, there was a massive coke bust in New York. Did you see that? More, more cocaine. More cocaine. Seventy all, like- had a street value. I don't mean to interrupt you, man. Seventy-seven no, okay. mil worth. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Seventy-seven million dollars. Uh, it came from South America. Is where it came from. 
And it was all the way in New York, you said? New York and New Jersey. I got busted at a port of entry is where it got busted. 3,200 3, pounds of booger sugar. <laughs> Interesting, right? Interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah, they said this is the largest New Jersey bust in years. 25 to be exact. Yeah, 3,200 pounds of Colombian grade A cocaine. Straight up a booger sugar, Folgers in a can that'll make you go, yeah, yo, literally. They said uh, they found 60 burlap sacks packed to the brim with wrapped bricks of cocaine nestled among several containers of dried fruit. Smart. Smart. Interesting. Obviously they said not this smart is enough. hundred times bigger. This is a hundred times bigger than the French connection. And, and invoking the infamous nineteen seventies heroin smuggling scheme. This is bigger. Bigger than that. Yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. You know, I was reading that article, man, and it this was a thirty two hundred uh thirty two hundred pounds worth of fucking coke. And in the article I was reading uh, this is the biggest one in 25 years. The one before this was 6,600 pounds of Coke. Coke that... in 1994. <laughs> That's a fucking ass load of fucking bugger sugar. It was found <laughs> in a shipment of roofing material. Like, what's going on here? This which one? The most recent one or the one in 94? No, just all together. Just all together. Like, this is astronomical. That's Together, if you add those together, that's almost what eighty eighty or eight thousand eight thousand pounds. No, you know it's 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 more like just a little no. bit under ten thousand. Yeah, thirty two hundred and sixty thirty two hundred and sixty okay, six. Yes, so, what 90, 9800 9, pounds. Yeah, that's man. ridiculous. That is that, ridiculous. That's a lot of cocaine, man, and it all comes from South America, man. You know that shit. I'm sorry, man. Big old shipments like that. I mean, I'll be honest, man. They they probably do come from just walking over the river, but they're only going to get maybe a kilo off of that. Maybe if that, they ain't going to be no mule like this. This is a fucking mule, Doug. Like, this is a fucking massive bust, you know? And it was all out of a port of entry, you know what I mean? See, they should just put some more money and resources there. Just move, move our troops right there, you know? More of them, you know. Wouldn't that be more efficient? I I agree. I don't know why it's not. It makes like, no sense. To like me. if you think about it, like if you were to put, I don't know. This is just I'm 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 stoned right now. The joint's already kicking in. But um, if you think about it, at every port of entry, El Paso has three right here next to me where I'm at. They have three, and if you were to put a hundred at each of them, just a hundred soldiers from Fort Bliss at each of them. You know, they'll scan the cards before going in and or even before they go, before they leave. I mean, they'll just do extra scanning. They're just extra bodies, more searching, more hands. I just think it'd be more efficient. You know? Yeah, it would. It would. Instead of having to worry about building a wall, we should be we should be being more concerned about how thirty two hundred pounds of cocaine was able to come from South America all the way up to New York. Like no shit. Like who does anybody patrol the sea? I mean, I know the sea is big, but I mean, this was an actual this was an actual this was on a cargo bomb, right, with a regular route and everything. Yeah. 
you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying there needs to be more water tri- water patrol, but, I mean. There needs to be something. I mean, 3,200 pounds of booger sugar is a lot, man. But it didn't get in. It didn't cross all the way in, though, if you think about it. It is on our soil. It is on our grounds. Who knows how it gets destroyed? It might go to politicians. It might get burned. It might get dumped in the Mississippi. Who knows? What are they going to do with that much cocaine? Like, what do you do with that? I don't know. Give it to somebody on death row and say, test the waters. Oh, here you go. Other agencies involved in the bus included the NYPD, Coast Guard, New York State Police, and Homeland Security uh, Investigations. A small sample of the coke will be vouchered as evidence and the rest will be burned. Like Usher. Like Usher. Mm. It's a lot of fucking powder, man. You know? It's a lot and... of powder. That is like way too much. It's just way it's way too much. It's literally way too much. You know, it's the thing about it, man, and and, and you know, we just mentioned it a while ago. You know, I won't, I'll try not to mention it again, but, you know, that came in through a port of entry, you know, that didn't come in, that didn't come walking in on a donkey, you know what I'm saying? That right, no, you're good, I agree. Or it didn't come in in the pocket of a 60-year-old grandma, you know, it's, I'm just saying, like, it, it came in through a port of entry, and that's where we need to have our eyes, we need to have our eyes on the port of entry, so. That's so crazy, that's so crazy. Yeah, man, that's a lot of coke. But yeah, but yeah, that's that's one thing that I wanted to mention. There was another man. There was there was something else that I, I definitely wanted us to talk about. Um, two things, actually, two things yeah. that I wanted us to talk about. And these yeah. are all from these are from articles that I wanted to talk about. So we can talk about these things and talk about what's going on out there. Um, one the one specifically that kind of uh, was a Florida mom stabbing her eleven year old. Her 11-year-old daughter. So what I'm going to do here for the sake of... um, For the sake of... Just the sake of... I'm going to drop it to Felipe. But... um, Just so that he can fact-check me... um, While I go through this kind of article with you all. And I I didn't go all the way through it. But, you know, basically in the gist of things... The Florida mom you know, stabbed her 11-year-old daughter. Um, and it wasn't once. It was multiple times. You know, I found out, find out multiple times as I read through the article, you know. But the, the kind of, the strange thing of the article was that mom stabs her, obviously stabs her more than once, but, like, drives her to the hospital, demands, you know, somebody help her, and then she starts wielding the knife, you know, just starts getting combative with them. So, obviously, the cops get there and they arrest her. And obviously, she's the one to it. But just that concept right there. You stab your daughter multiple times and you drive her to the hospital and demand help with a knife that you killed her with, probably. You know, just wrap your mind around that concept. 11 years old. At 11 years old at that. I mean. Yeah, but the crazy part is the reason why. What was the reason why? I couldn't find to it. To prevent her from having sex. You're kidding me, right? No, fuck you. I did no. not. I did not. I'm need that. dead serious. I am dead serious. 
You're dead. fisting me, man. No, I did not no. read that, Philip. Dead Where? serious. Dead serious. Her name was Rose Rivera. And um, she's later told investigators she killed her daughter to prevent her from having sex with men. No joke. Hold up. Hold up. Did you see the video? <clears throat> no, I have not. I'm only reading the article. Did I send ABC you? News. No, no, no. Off, off the, off Link what me. you're exactly talking about. Link me the one that you have, because I have a it's different it. one. It's the same one. It's in Florida. Well, this one doesn't say for this one. The one that I have doesn't say to prevent her from having sex. I believe you, you know. But this one that I have doesn't say it was to prevent her from having sex. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Oh my I Lord. sent it to your. I sent it to your Facebook messenger. You would. Oh, sure enough, that's her. Man. Oh my lord. She later told investigators there it is. Oh my Yeah, in this article that you're looking at right here does not show that. Yeah, you saw that one? Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, but the article that I sent you um, shows that the reason why she did it was so her 11-year-old daughter would not have uh, having sex with anyone. Stated she's a, she stabbed her daughter while in the car. Stabbing uh-huh. her. She was attempting to make her more comfortable. Oh, my Lord. I mean, come on. I mean... Um, yeah, but see, so, like, the crazy part is 15 times. 15 stab wounds to her back and a defensive wound on her right arm. So like like what what world have we came to where mom was so torn that her kid was probably getting ready to have sex or been having sex and says, you know what? That's not going to happen. I'm just going to freaking stab you. You think it was the you think it was the little girl was already having sex? I mean, oh, eleven yeah. years old I, yeah. at eleven. You think so? it's 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 real life it's possible now, man. and it's possible, right? Yeah. It, you know, some of those some of those people girls now about that age, like I they they dress like they are having sex at eleven. Yeah, that's that's definitely true, man. But. <clears throat> At 11 years old, man, she stabs her, stabs her multiple times. You know, a person like that, you know, we're, we've, we've been big on talking about rehabilitation, but, I mean, obviously it's very safe to say that that person shouldn't be around children again unless Never drastically again. supervised. Unless drastically supervised, you know. Um, but, man, how does how does one come back from this? You can't. You can't. You literally decide that you're going to kill your kid because you don't want him to have sex anymore. You you can't. Something drove you there. And you literally can't come back from that. Like, there's no way. There's no way. 
how does she rehabilitate? Does she? she does she? Does she plead insanity? She probably pleads insanity, or she she commits suicide while in custody. You think she commits suicide while in custody? Yeah. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, you know what? That's that's a high possibility. I mean, it's it's not like we haven't heard of anything like that before. <clears throat> you know, and and I don't I don't. It just happened to segue like this, you know. Like speaking of speaking of suicide, I was talking to a buddy of mine this weekend. Um, it had been a while since we had hung out, or we had hung out, and he was telling me he was um, he because he had moved away from from Las Cruces, and now he moved back or moved to El Paso, and he was telling me he was out in uh, he was out in Arizona. He was telling me, well, we went out in Arizona. He he ended up working for um, for an apartment complex to be like to start off as like the trash guy. It yeah. was a bigger bigger complex responsible for all the trash and keeping the facility clean and so forth. But he was telling me, you know, the complex that he was at. You know, he just eventually people left and he went to a groundskeeper. And then he went to like be maintenance. You know, uh, so just think about like he was maintenance. He was a maintenance man in an apartment complex in fucking Phoenix, Arizona. And he was telling me, he said the biggest problem with that was the suicide. Thanks. Now, now, now think about it. I mean, if I'm, if I'm about to hear a story like, man, I'm a fucking, I work for this apartment complex. I'm about to be like, this dude's probably like seen some ratchet ass thotties. Seen some nasty ass kitchens, some nasty ass apartments, but no, the problem here was fucking suicide. Yeah. Why? Because <coughs> he was telling me was that these fucking apartment complexes, you know, like they can't just like number one, they can't just like give a key to any family member, you know. So if he gave me an example, you know, people would come over, you know, oh, like I haven't heard from my daughter, I haven't heard from my daughter, my brother, this and that. And then, well, he would tell them, well, we can't just open the door. We can't just open it. You got to file a police report. And sure enough, police would come back. You know, they don't have to open the door, break something so they can get in. So maintenance said it would have to get in. Maintenance would have to go in there. Maintenance would have to clean up. I mean, maintenance, he would have to clean that shit up. Going in, seeing fucking brains all over the wall. You know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a problem. You know? And... And then possibly, and then telling probably a new person who's going to probably rent that apartment. Oh, yeah, this is a great apartment. Yeah, there was fucking, there was, there's a thousand pieces of brains right above you, you know? Yeah. It's just, it it was nuts. And he was even, he even told me this one story, man. He told me this one story that, real nice girl, because we got to talking about, you know, just talking about the gig and suicide in general. Um, And he was telling me that, just told me this one specific story that obviously stuck with him the most. You know, he said, girl, would just, he, this girl that he would see around, around walking, walking their dog, walking her dog. Um, really nice. Always looked always happy. Um, but she goes, um, I guess, not answering dad's phone call for a few days. And she lives on the second story or she lives on the, on the second tier of this apartment complex. So, so sure enough, dad comes a few days later and brings the cops. Well, cops can't bust in. 
the cops can't bust into the door because they see that the balcony is open, if I'm right. So they send him up there. So he technically has to go up there. And he was hoping not to run across anything, you know. So sure enough, as soon as he walks in, you know, doesn't see anything, but he turns to the couch and she's right there by the door, you know, just overloaded on like 15 some odd script pills with booze, you know. Jesus. You know, and he's sitting there and, you know, he, she had stuck something in the keyhole and broke it so they wouldn't be able to open it from what he told me. So there he goes. So he had to put a ladder up to the second tier, climb up there, find that, find that there was something stuck, go back down, go up there, board out. Like he's having to walk in and out of this literally with her body sitting right there. You're just like, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, how is that even something you sign up for when you're like, yeah, dude, I'll fucking work for whatever to go fucking clean out some apartments and shit. Sure, why not? Yeah, dude, I'm so down. I'll throw some shit away and then you you're you have to be the guy who's going to find people just took themselves out. Oh man, that's rough. That's super rough. You know, and it's I had I've had the same conversation with with a cousin of mine. Well, you know, my cousin Mikey, he works for the state, you know, and he's told me, you know, state has to go out there to those big wrecks, you know. And there's been times where, you know, they're the ones that are having to help out DPS and other people, you know, pull out body parts, find bodies and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, where's that on the contract? <laughs> where's yeah, that on the yeah. letter? You know what I'm saying? And hey, that where's stuff that? like that drives people crazy, man. It drives people crazy. Well, why do you think, you know, people like firemen and and people like first responders and people like, you know, um, ambulance drivers, you know, they, there's such a high risk of suicide with those guys. Really? Oh yeah. It's huge. Really? really? Interesting. Because Interesting. of, they have to, they, they have to see all that and then they have no one to talk to about. So then they just sit there and just like, well, you know, technically, well, technically they do, but whether or not they accept it or not, that's something else. Well, we have Manny who works for 911, you know, who's a first responder. And thank you to all you first responders out there. Yes, yes. That are listening. But, um, but whether or not they do it or not, or whether or not they take it, that's something different, you know. <laughs> well, like, I, I, have a, I have a friend um, who lived here in Boulder for quite some time. Um, she was a nurse and her husband, who they were married to each other for a couple months. Uh, and when I say couple months, I mean a couple months. And um, he was a he was an ambulance driver, and like a couple months into their marriage, he killed himself. Ouch! You know what I mean? And like, they're she's so into that. You know, these first responders need people to listen to them too. You know, and that just makes so much sense. You know, you're dealing with so much, you have so much you have to deal with, you know, and there's just so many things and it's, it's, you know, you don't really have anybody to really, you know, kind of decompress with, especially if you're somebody who's in that same environment all the time, you know, like how are you going to talk to each other to kind of talk each other down? 
you know, you're going to kind of just almost stay negative within each other, which is kind of rough. Super. Super. Was she, was she real? Did she advocate or did she start that big movement when he was before he passed or after? After he passed. After he passed? Yeah. Yeah. But it'll open an eye, that's for sure. You know, oh, yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll really, uh, really open an eye. And that just goes to show, I mean, how how big of an impact, or not big of an impact, I mean, suicide rate, we've talked about it a few times on the podcast. I mean, it's just technically, it's just skyrocketing, you know what I mean? We've had somebody famous recently commit suicide. Um, what the hell was that person? I'm going to have to come back to it. But just the mental, the mental health, you know, I wish... Well, yeah, you had, you had, what, uh, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Well, yeah. recently committed I was talking suicide. about one recently, like, a, like, um, like less than a week ago, there was one. Uh, uh, who was it? Wasn't it a singer? Oh, the guy from Prodigy. The guy from Prodigy, he was a musician who recently committed suicide. Keith Flint. Keith Flint was, he was a, he was a song for, or he was the lead singer for uh, Prodigy and he committed suicide. Yes. Yes. Um, There's also um, uh, Chester Bennington from uh, Lincoln Park. Oh yeah, we all knew about. Well, I was talking, there was like a recent one, man. Man, but anyways, but yeah, man. I mean, that's. I mean, stuff like that. And the biggest one. I mean, the biggest one that, that comes to my head when I think of suicide and think of celebrities, man. Is oh, um, you're talking about Frida, Frida Foreman, um, George Foreman's daughter. She died by suicide. Yes, was- yes, she's the one. Yeah, Frida Foreman, George Foreman's daughter, uh, committed suicide. Yes, she was the one. Yes, yes. No, yeah, this one was like, like a day or so ago, right? This was on March. When was it? Just this past weekend, March eighth. No, yeah, you're talking about the. You're talking about the. Um, cyclist Kelly Caitlin. She she was found that on March eighth. She was the um, Olympic cyclist. Olympic cyclist, yes. And then sir. March third was the Keith Keith Flint, um, and then George Foreman's uh, daughter um, died this past weekend. So just like last Saturday. This is nuts, <clears throat> man. His forty-two-year-old daughter Frida, man. Is, I mean, it's it's a yeah, rough so one. Like, and in 2017, there were an estimated 1.4 million suicide attempts in the nation. And it said, and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention says more than 47,000 uh, 47, died by suicide. 47,000 drive-by suicide? No, died by suicide. 47,000 people died by suicide. 
Correct. So 1.4 suicide attempts. There was attempts, but actually 47,000 died by suicide in 2017. And where was it in 2018? It it probably hasn't hasn't came up with numbers yet. No numbers yet? No. Mm -hmm. No. That's nuts, man. It's... I don't know. Talk to somebody out there. It'll put yeah, if out. you need if you need somebody to talk to or anything, like, come on, you know, like jump uh, on the I, podcast with us. Yeah, jump on the podcast, talk to us. Let us know you're hurting, you're not feeling well, or something. Like, there's no reason why <laughs> you can't at least you know talk some shit with us. We'll figure it out. You know, come over. You can get stoned with me. <laughs> yeah, come over and get stoned with me. Which you know. We got this. We got this little fishing trip coming up, Phil. I don't want to tell nobody where we're going, even though we've already maybe have said it. I don't want to tell nobody where we're going. Who cares? But we're going to Lake Roberts in Silver City. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be a blast. It is. Um, counting down the days for that one to happen. So uh, next week it'll be even shorter. It'll be. It'll be even closer. But um, hey, did you see uh, Deshaun Jackson's got let go by the Bucks? No, no, no. He he got traded. Traded? Is it the Eagles? Is yes. that how it worked? Yes. I saw something real quick on it. No, he got traded to the Eagles. So he's going back to Philly. What do you think about that, Phil? Bye. <laughs> it's Bye. Dumb. Yeah, I don't Bye. get all this, all these trades right now. I'm I'm, I'm actually I have NFL Network. In my background right now, and I'm just kind of getting frustrated because I feel like everybody's leaving the Steelers right now. Like who? What do you mean? Well, Antonio Brown, he's gone to the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell, he's probably gone here to the Jets. Jesse James, he's gone to the Lions. Freaking Marcus Gilbert traded to the Cardinals. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. Well, in time, right? Yeah, in time. <laughs> in time, in time. Here's, here's, a, here's a fact for you, Pete, and I thought this was interesting for you. West Virginia and New Mexico had the highest number of deaths. And Mississippi and Texas had the lowest, and these were suicide deaths. That's an interesting number. That's an interesting fact. That's good to know. I would have never thought. Not here. Well, then again, we're a pretty poor state. So, I don't know. I would say poor state, hot. It's hot. (laughs) Um, Fucking say hot. uh, It's (laughs) fucking hot. Dude, that's when people make stupid fucking decisions, dude, when they're hot. You know, like, (laughs) it's, 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 it's actually a fact. You know, like, if you notice when it gets hot... There's a lot of robberies. There's a lot of bank robberies. There's a lot of shootouts. Um, there's a lot of violence during when it's a hotter, hotter part of hard of uh, of the um, of the weather cycle. It's true. That's 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 facts. Facts, hmm, that's bro. Facts. 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 Um, <laughs> facts. I, I did have a question for you because I had asked this yeah. question on the live podcast and and. Um, I still do have a question. That question is, if you could have, aside anybody from your immediate family, 
immediate. I'm talking about mom, dad, brothers. Yeah, same thing with me. Because I would, I would pick mom in this sense, you know. I would pick mom, but not immediate family. If you could sit down, you can after that you can have any family member. If you could sit down and have lunch with anybody for a solid hour, who would it be? Um, I did say at first, or maybe three. Remember, three. I said at first I did say Queen, but I actually changed my decision. Um, uh, uh, to Biggie Smalls, Big Christopher Big. Wallace. I don't want to. I'd want to. I just want to talk to him. I just want to see, like, you know, like, what made you you, man? Like, you were you were fantastic. You know, like, why did you have to leave your house that day? You know. Um, Next one, I would probably say Mario Lemieux, my hockey idol, and then um, I would probably say third. Um, dead or alive? Oh yeah, dead or alive. Non non family member. Um, I would probably say third. Yeah, dead or alive. Be would probably be, and I know this is gonna sound weird, and I might get kicked back for, and it's okay. Hitler. Mm-hmm. I was very intrigued by Hitler. I still am intrigued by Hitler. Well, he had a lot of control over people, man. Yeah, he did. He he just had a way. You know what yeah. I mean? And I I read I read Mein Kampf. If you know what Mein Kampf is, jeez, uh, you'll get Kampf kicked is, back for that for sure. But Mein Kampf but is pretty intense. You know, like it is. It, I've, I've been told. I've never read Mein Kampf. I've read a piece of it in a in a post once, but um, I'll, I'll send you a PDF. You know, free book for you if you want to read it. It's, it's very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting to read. Yeah, Mein Kampf is is a pretty interesting uh, is a pretty interesting piece of piece of lettering <laughs> group piece of piece of uh, piece of work. Um, no, that's good. That's good. Hitler, man, I wouldn't have thought that one though. Not from, not yeah, I've a, I have a weird obsession with Hitler. I don't know. Anybody wants to talk to me about it, we can talk about it. But yeah, it's. Um, I, I don't know. I I feel like what it is is like how much how much control he was able to have over a whole nation, and people would follow him into like the depths, you know, and they would do all sorts of crazy stuff just for this one man of a thought process. You know what I mean? And like that's that's amazing to me. Like how could you control that many people? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I guess it's just more about the the mind of Hitler and the way that he was. Also, he was very very intelligent with his like art. He he made amazing art and very interesting poetry. Um, so if you ever get a chance to read some of his stuff, like it's it's kind of mind opening, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, like I just have a weird a, a weird um, um, just read on him that's just that's just the way it is that's just the way it is (laughs) things will never be the same yeah well you're vouching for everybody to read mine come so hopefully nobody comes back with like a hitler sign or something yeah right they're like a like a a swastika 
<laughs> yeah, swastika. That's there you go. That's what it calls it, swastika. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, I like it. How about you? Let's hear yours. You know, with with mine, well, I have um, I I think mine's a little bit more darker. And well, I don't know if it's darker. I don't know. I but, think I just said all dark. I just no. said Hitler. I just said Hitler. Well, and what I mean by darker is maybe. Somebody on somebody on death row that doesn't have anything to live for anymore. Maybe get their outlook on what they're leaving behind. Um, That's interesting. And, and maybe just like a. Um, and I'm gonna say this, but I mean it's obviously up to them, and obviously I would have to be in that situation first. But you know, just get try to get a. A true, honest reasoning on why they would have committed whatever they had committed, you know, because there's a reason behind everything. You know what I mean? We, we've yeah, said it yeah. multiple times, you know, and and that's that's kind of what I think about. I have a I have a relative who's been doing some time. He's he's already been in for for quite some time, well over a decade, if I'm right. And um, that's one thing that I had told his brother was that. Because uh, he had asked, he had asked me if, if I'd seen any pictures of him recently, and I said no, I haven't. And um, and me and him were his his brother that's incarcerated now. I mean, we were we were, grew up together. He was about two years younger than me, but I mean, we lived. You know, I showed you that walk. Remember, I showed yeah, you that yeah. walk from yeah. my my house to my aunt's house, and that's where we we grew up. You know, and and I told my I told myself, man. After I seen a picture, I told myself, you know what I wouldn't give to sit down and and have a a lunch with him an hour, you know, an hour. <clears throat> Obviously, I'd want more, but you know, just something that basic, just uh, I don't know, see if I can get a feel of a feel of use of who I used to know, but then again. Talk to somebody who apparently did who did what they did, you know what I mean. And yeah, he's, he's yeah. at the earliest. At the earliest, he would be he would be released at his you know mid fifties, you know um, mid fifties, and he's two years younger than me. You know, so. Yeah, that's kind of where my uncle is right now. My uncle's been yeah. incarcerated um, right now for about fifteen years. He has forty two years on his sentence. And, uh, yeah, and from all I know right this second is he, um, they're trying to get him out. That's good. The last time I've heard, um, just because, you know, he's not doing too well in there. And when I mean not too well in there is health wise. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens, you know, but, um, I I guess I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see them uh, him uh, because you know I I know the I know the uncle that I used to know versus the uncle that is in there now uh-huh. and it's not the same person so I I don't know I don't think I could do it yeah oh definitely wouldn't be for everybody most definitely wouldn't be for everybody 
But um, but yeah, but that's you know that's one person. You know, I'm just saying one person. You know what I mean? But you know, the other one, I I've really been thinking about this, but like Bob Marley, like sitting down and having like a joint and a cup of tea with Bob Marley is probably gonna be like the best thing anybody could. Ever I bet it would be. I bet it would be. I bet it'd be yeah. fantastic. It it would just be, it would just be insane, uh, to do. You know, and 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 other than that, like. I do have an, a family member that's not immediate, like mom and dad, but it would have been it would have been my dad's dad. Uh, my his name was Nevis. I named him after my son because I remember him. You know, I remember him when I was younger, but I never got the chance to communicate with him, like actually communicate with him. Because I got um, I can't remember exactly how old. I believe I was five when he passed, so I was my son's oh, age. I was my son's age, but I remember him. Like I remember him picking me up and like biting me in my ass like what I do to my son, you know, yeah. fucking playing with me. So um but but yeah, I never got a chance to like actually communicate with him. I was able to with my grandma, you know, my mom's uh my dad's my dad's mom and and with my mom's parents I was able to before they passed. You know, it was just him though. I never got a chance to really communicate with and everybody everybody used to always tell me that he was like the nicest man and yeah, he was just, you know, the nicest man. And, you know, one thing about my grandpa, and and I actually didn't even know this, but my my grandfather passed away, if I'm correct, from a, a bone cancer of some sort that took over. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but he had actually known this for quite some time. And... And I don't know if this was selfish of him. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not calling it selfish. I mean... I mean, he was, I mean, I named my, my son after him based off of the stories and my, you know, me growing up with him. But, um, you know, he, he actually didn't tell nobody. He didn't tell nobody till right before he went, you know, that, hey, it's, you know, it's, it's taking over. It's getting bad. It's not very long, you know. Damn. And, and, you know, a good amount of time, you know. Would you, would you do that, Phil? What I tell... Would I tell my people that I was getting ready to die? Would you tell, let's say you got, you got hit with something, right? And you had maybe a, you're on borrowed time. We're all on borrowed time, you know? Well, let's say a shorter borrowed time. Like they told you, like, you got maybe less than a year, you know? But, you know, it's not nothing you could see. It's something internal or terminal, maybe something like that. Would you? I'd have to tell everybody, everybody as tell everybody. possible. You would tell everybody? So yeah, possible. everybody who who meant something to me, who would care for me, who would care that I was dying, that you were gone, that you were about to leave. Yeah, that's true. Because a year's not a long time, man. It'll fly. It'll fly. It will fly. That, and, that's and then most of that time, and most of that time, you're probably pretty much just dying anyway. So like, you probably feel like shit most of the time, and you feel like horse garbage. So you're you're pretty much dead anyway at that point. You know, so it's not really a full year that you're just waiting to die. You're pretty much just like dead at that point. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's yeah. rough. Yeah, it is. It it is rough, man. It is rough. And I, I I think I would say something also. You know, I don't want everybody to. I want to see everybody. You know, and that's right. You probably would feel like shit. You know, just depending on what you're passing from. Well, everybody would feel like shit. I'm sure if they're passing from something, at least I would think. But um. Yeah, man, it's just 
crazy, um, <laughs> insane. Uh, that was, that was to think rough. of, to, to to think of. But yeah, I would tell I would tell everybody. Just want to see everybody as much as I could. And obviously, I'd want to travel. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'd sit still. I, I'd I'd want to. Even though I'd probably have shit for hell, I'd probably like I want to go somewhere. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, you just fucking. I don't know, go play at, I don't know, go fishing or go play a round of golf at Augusta National or something. Yeah, I would something. I would do like that movie uh, from Queen Latifah, you know, where she was getting ready. She thought she oh, was going to yeah, die. Yeah. She thought she was going to die. Yeah. And she just like went off. Like, that'd probably do the same thing. You'd probably do the same thing. Damn. What, what would your last meal be, Phil? If you had, if you had one last meal and you knew you were going to go, what would your last meal be? Unlimited anything. Or you could have whatever you want. Whatever Probably you just do. brewery beer, man. You literally that you you'd be faded before you left. Yeah, because then I just wouldn't feel anything. You'd be drastically into. I guess. I guess if they told me if I could have anything, I'd be like, yeah, let me have like the most potent fucking THC you have. This side of the Mississippi, if it's legal, something like that. But no, I probably. I. You think it's cliche to say steak? I wouldn't even eat a steak. I'd probably eat a fat pizza or like, um, or kind of like, uh, what's another good one? Um, probably even like a bunch of Chinese food. <laughs> oh, because when it comes out, yeah, it's gonna come out. That's yeah, that's how it works, man. Oh man, I'd probably eat like fucking. I'd probably order fucking ten chuck wagons to be delivered <laughs> to me. Fucking steamy as fuck. <laughs> Damn, that sounds really good. So that way, just whenever I fucking, whenever it happened, you know, I'll just fucking blow all this chuck wagon ass all over the place. Golly. Talk yeah. about it. Talk about a mess to clean up, you know. But that was my rant. Yeah, that, dude, that was, that was good, man. I, I liked our conversation today. Good. Thanks for joining me tonight, man. Thanks for joining oh. me tonight. It was good. Good, and thank everybody else for um, for joining us, whoever hears this. And if you hear this, give us a comment, give us a like, give us a share. Say what's up, and we'll have some more content for you all later on. You know, maybe... No, I can't say. Something, maybe something live soon, you never know. And um, I do need to talk to Tony Matthew Sonega so we can give him his his shirt. Um, and we can get his content that uh, he won. Um, I'll probably get everything when I um, when I'm down there, and I'll see him so I can get some some stuff. But yeah, you know this was a good time. You know, thanks for again, thanks for talking with me tonight, Pete. You got um, it for sure. Anytime. Hey, y'all, follow my Instagram, Fat Fish, and y'all see some videos and some pictures put up there momentarily. So follow my Fat Fishing Instagram. And stay high and fuck Phil and hashtag fuck Phil. And uh, uh, yeah, so whatever. And that's it. That's that's it. Everyone have a good night. Again, hashtag fuck Phil. You can follow me, fuck underscore Phil, on all my uh, social medias. And as always, thanks for listening to Conversations with Phil and Pete. Peace. Peace.